Ladies and gentlemen, let's go. We're Brooklyn at! We're Brooklyn at! We're Brooklyn at! Well, actually, I live in Delaware now, so does that make me a Delawarean? You sing it, girl. You know, Beyonce is my friend in my head. Gay my people sometimes, too. You know, when I was a kid, I had an imaginary enemy. Like, does that make me crazy? As P presented by Say What Radio. Hello and welcome back. If you are a repeat listener, at least, welcome back to Life as P. I'm your host, Phoenix Ash. If this is your first time joining me, thank you. Appreciate you. Thanks for giving me a shot, listening to what I have to say, all my rants and ravens. Oof. Things have been pretty intense lately, to say the least. Let's not even talk about the debate. Crazy. I'm not recognizing that man as my president. However, my candidate didn't do his best either. So <laughs> there's that. But um, I've been thinking like over the course of the past couple of weeks, like what theme, like I've been feeling like there's a message that's coming to me that I'm kind of overlooking and I'm not paying attention. So I've been like sort of tuning into conversations and tuning into the things that have been frustrating and annoying me. Because sometimes when you are frustrated and annoyed at the same kinds of things all the time, it can speak to a deeper issue that's going on within you. So you have something that needs to be resolved within you and you're constantly in a state of discomfort when you're coming up against that thing because you haven't resolved it. And we don't always know that, and I'm sorry, I'm jumping right in, but it's really on my mind. We don't always know what that thing is because we're still not paying attention, right? So once we shut out all the noise and try to really talk to ourselves and look at everything that we're going through and everything we're coming in contact and look for the pattern we can sometimes like tune in to what the issue is. For me, I think the issue recently has been I don't give myself enough of a break. So I'm really hard on myself when I don't write every day or when I don't meet a certain word goal. I'm really hard on myself. And I don't necessarily say it out loud so that anyone can hear me because part of me just kind of knows that it's illogical. It, it just doesn't make sense. You know, you're not going to be a robot. You're not going to do everything all the time. I am new to this whole single mom stuff. You know, I struggle at night sometimes to get her to eat her dinner. And she says something sweet to me and I, letting her fall asleep in my bed. And then I'm waking up later to carry her into her room. You know, she probably shouldn't have the tablet while she eats dinner, but she wants it and I miss her when she's at her dad's. So when she comes home, I'm extra like, yeah, 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 you can have whatever you want. I know it's bad. But <laughs> but I, I just feel like, look, I just did it in conversation. Like I said, I know it's bad. Or like the whole single thing got me for the past week. I was hearing this beep all over this house. And I was like, it's chirping. I know it sounds like a battery for a smoke detector, but... All the smoke detectors was unhooked. Like, what is this beeping? And I just 
Could not get a good sleep at night. It just was not happening. I had to call my daughter's Gigi. And I'm like, please, Wiz, pop up. Somebody, please come over here and find what this beeping is. So eventually I stood atop my bed and was able to see on top of the armor because I'm hella short, guys. So, and Gigi found it and it was like this carbon monoxide plug-in that my daughter's father must have just put up there. And obviously I'm not great at cleaning all spots because I ain't been up there. And it was beeping, it was running out of battery. So I took the battery out and I was like, okay. And it was like being single was like hitting me. And I was like, oof, oof. But, you know, I dare not, you know, settle with a man just so he could come in here and change batteries. But <laughs> I could change batteries. You know, I was just like really thinking that I'm really hard on myself, particularly when I can't predict the future, when I can't predict that, oh, I'm going to write this amount of words in this amount of days, and this is what I'm going to hand in a project. Yeah, I try to, and yes, I make my deadlines that my publisher sets for me, but self-inflicted deadlines, you know, sometimes need to change and they need to be flexible because I'm adding information or taking information away or storylines are developing and not everything is fast, 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 fast. Like, you know, I'm in the middle of a series and I'm like, oh, I want this to be spaced out this way. And it just not did not happen for me. And I'm not going to give my readers lackluster material because I'm forcing it. So all that to say that I realize I need to give myself a break. Even, you know, when I sometimes think about my marriage, it doesn't make me feel good to know that, one, that I'm getting a divorce, right? So when I chose to get married, I thought it was forever. So apparently it's not, which is, you know, fine with me right now. But... Um, kicking myself over and over again for all the times that I could have left and I didn't leave all the signs that I saw and chose not to act on, all the clarity that I had in terms of seeing that, you know, we're just two different people and two different mindsets and those mindsets don't align with each other. They don't match up. They don't cooperate. And not being brave enough to step out on my own or not having the foresight enough to step out on my own, all these things, and just constantly beating myself up over and over and over again about absolutely everything. You know, when I go to work, if there's an error, how come I didn't see this error? How come I didn't know about this error? How come this, you know, didn't come across my table weeks ago or whatever? It's just the constant expectation of myself of being on point all the time is absolutely ridiculous, particularly because it's more like I'm on point close to none of the time. <laughs> it's, like, it's absolutely ridiculous. And I'm so hard on myself that I can't seem to give myself a break. And I need to figure out how. I need to be softer with myself. I need this softer self, particularly when there's so many outside influences coming in and trying to convince me, you know, that I'm not this great and wonderful person, that I'm not kind, that I'm not a cheerleader, that I'm not supportive, when I know that I am. 
But if I'm beating myself up, like, you know, it doesn't help. I sort of like join the fight against me. You know, there was someone that I was talking to that I developed a friendship with or whatever. And, you know, I, I had to realize that this person triggered me often, that they would say things and they felt that, you know, I was super sensitive, which I am, but they would say things and the way that they would present them would be in a way that I felt was like easy to take as negative or I would not understand it. Like, what does that mean? Like, are you, like, what are you trying to say? And I don't think that the person constantly felt malice towards me. I, I, I say it like that because I'm like, there might be some times that they like intended to piss me off or <laughs> intended to get at me, but their intentions may not have been that all the time, but the way in which they presented information, I felt like it was easy to take differently. And I'm just like, this person triggers me. And Sometimes it's not even like you're a bad person or you do bad things. It's just that our personalities clash or the way that we communicate does not line up with each other and we're just not supposed to be in each other's lives. But recognizing that there was a trigger and rather than beat myself up for being oversensitive or feeling petty or taking things out of context or whatever, just recognizing that I do not understand how this person communicates. How this person communicates, does it doesn't work for me. I don't understand it. They don't like how I respond. And it ends up being this long back and forth, a lot of aggression, a lot of pettiness, a lot of, you know, spacing myself to just be like, I need some time. I need to not interact with you for a while. But in all honesty, I probably don't need to interact with this person ever. Again, it's not that this person is bad or they do bad things. It's just their communication style does not work for me. I cannot, I, I'm not in a space in my life where I'm willing to decipher everyone's code. I can't decode everyone and I can't decode myself for everyone. I can't give every single person who comes across me, I can't give them all the blueprint and how to understand me, how to tap into my mind, how to tap into my heart. And I feel like we do that for a lot of people. We try to give everybody the blueprint on how to communicate with us. And then we're so frustrated and so violated when they do either the opposite or they don't take what we've said into account. I always tell people I'm super sensitive. I'm super sensitive. And unfortunately, I take for granted the fact that some people will understand that there's going to be times where I am easily insulted. There's going to be times. There's going to be times that I have to go to the extreme to cut off communication. Because I'm so sensitive, I'm tuning into some extra stuff. Yes, it is extra, but I, I know me. And so it's like, mm, nah, I got to go through these extremes. With somebody, I'd be like, oh, you're so extreme. You don't need to go through this and da, da, da. But I do if it's to protect me. You know, I'm at the age where there are things that I want to develop about myself. There are things I want to evolve. There are things that I want to learn but I'm not going to attack every 
thing that someone else considers a flaw within me. And I'm not going to attack them all at the same time. Even if I agree that it's a flaw, it's something that needs to be worked on. I'm not going to attack them all at the same time. I'm not. So if sensitivity (laughs) is one of these flaws that we're talking about, it's definitely not the top one on my list to tackle. One, because I feel like it helps me. As a writer, I feel like I'm in tune with particular emotions. I'm in tune with, you know, what the beeline is. What else are you saying that you're not verbally saying? What is your body language telling you? So that's the things that I'm paying attention to. And sometimes I think people are just offended that I picked it up and that I did something with it. Like I don't just pick it up. I respond to it. That's the thing. That's the flaw right there that I'm like, let's work on that because I don't necessarily have to respond to every beeline that you throwing at me. I could just like not deal with you. So that is definitely something I'll work on. But like I have to decipher like what parts am I going to work on because I can't write the code for everyone. I can't tell everybody the code and I don't have the mental capacity to break everyone's code down. To figure out if you meant to offend me, if you didn't mean to offend me, if, you know, one time, yeah, all right, cool, like, whatever, but, you know, you constantly talking to me and I'm constantly feeling offended, it means that however you present information, whether your intentions are to offend me or not, however you present information is not in alignment with how I receive it. And you are a trigger for me because you upset me. And I express that I don't even, it's not anger, it's not rage, just discomfort, I guess. Or the fact that like I'm drawing a line and saying like, I don't appreciate being talked to like this or being handled like this. The fact that I'm drawing a line, you know, makes other people upset. But I have to protect me and I have to protect my energy and I have to just know myself enough to say, Again, it's not about who you are or who I am, but at the same time, it is. You know, we just don't communicate the same. I have to do that at work. Sometimes, you know, I deal with a particular manager as opposed to another manager because our communication styles are not the same. And how the one manager delivers stuff is very different how the other manager delivers. You know, I have one who is extremely condescending and, you know, he's attacking the team every time he talks. You know, that's not the manager I'm going to deal with. He may very well not intend to have that effect. He may very well be trying to help or be trying to lead or whatever he calls it, but it doesn't work for me. It's not in alignment with how I receive information. And in order for me to keep my peace and keep the peace of the team, I'm going to have to go deal with a different manager because I'm not blowing up with you every day. I'm just not doing it. I don't have the energy. I don't have the wherewithal. I just don't. And I'm not going to address everything I pick up on. And I'm not going to address how you need to receive what I need to tell you. And I'm not going to bring that energy home to my baby girl. And I am somebody who, like, it takes me a minute to come off. Like, I got to come off that rage for a second. And it takes me a minute to calm down. Like, a lot of minutes to calm down. So I have to understand who I am. And I have to give myself a break. I can't beat myself up because, one, I have all these other things working outside of me that, you know, 
is going to beat me up enough. (laughs) But two, I have to give myself a break and not think of all these interactions as flaws and things that I have to fix, that I have to fix all of this about myself, that I have to be better. I have to be received by more people. I have to talk to more people. Like, hold on a second. You know, to some degree, yeah, it's a public gift that I have. And, you know, I want to manage that. But at the same time, like, I cannot beat myself up in the ways that the world is going to beat on me, too. I can't join the fight against me. I have to be able to comfort myself. I have to be able to keep my back straight. I have to keep me strong. I have to raise my you know, head and square my shoulders. I have to have strength in my limbs and, and peace in my heart so that I could be the best version of myself and so that I can bring that best version around my daughter, which is really what matters to me. I also want to give the best version of myself to my readers and my listeners. I want to be able to share with you guys in a way that is uplifting to you and, you know, getting some of the burdens off of me and in turn, hopefully, again, getting some burdens off of you. But I don't give myself a break. And so I find myself stressed out, missing deadlines, not you know, doing everything on time, running late with podcasts, (laughs) because not giving myself a break is actually lengthening my process. It's, you know, getting me in a mindset where I'm thinking and, and I'm going in circles and it's just, it's not good. So I got to give myself a break. I got to be my softer self and be good to me. As much as I want the next person to be good to me, as much as I want to show up to work and everything be bells and whistles and, and you know, the sweet kind, not the, not the alarm, but like, you know, I want everything to be roses and butterflies. The same way, you know, when I find a romantic interest, you know, I want them roses and butterflies on the tip of their tongue whenever they talk to me. But, you know, what am I talking to myself with? How am I, how am I handling me? I have to be a little gentler with me. I have to be a little more understanding with me because like I said, I can't join the fight against me. I cannot. So I feel like that has been the the reoccurring thing that's coming back and forth. And probably because it's a lesson I need. It's one of those lessons, yes, that I need to learn over and over and over again because I'm not sure if I'm ever going to get it straight, right? If I'm ever going to like keep getting that right, that's probably something I got to go over a few times. I may go over with you guys a few times. I feel like I might have addressed something similar last year about like your tongue being a sword, but yeah, so that's my thing. So guys, if you're suffering how I'm suffering, please don't beat yourself up. Be gentler with yourself, particularly in this pandemic. Everybody's running around like, if you haven't learned a new skill, if you didn't start a new business, like... If you got out of bed in the morning and you took care of your kids and you made yourself breakfast and, you know, you have some kind of routine, you did something on a day to day, like God bless you. You know, you're doing it. You don't have to come up with a new business. You don't have to have the mindset that everyone else has. You don't have to. You just have to do what's best for you and you have to further, like, don't like have a dream just sitting there on the shelf, make it a goal and figure out how to attack it. But also be flexible to understand that you're going to take some detours. Things are not going to work out exactly how you predicted. 
This is all note to self, guys. <laughs> for real, for real, it's all note to self. Anyway, I'm going to get off this soapbox. <laughs> but I just wanted to share that with you. It was really pressing on me. And I was so happy that I finally figured some that thing that I was missing. I was like, there's a message somewhere. But I finally figured it out. So I wanted to share it with you. If you want to share my work or if you want to get in touch with me about my work, I'm definitely available. My inbox is always open. I'm at P Writes on Instagram. I'm also at P Writes on Twitter, Phoenix Ash on Facebook. I have my reader group, Phoenix Fireflies on Facebook. And that's fire, I spell it F-I-Y-A-H, fire. My girlfriend, Butterfly Brooks, she thought about that. But anyway, yes, join the reader group. Get at me. Get up in them DMs. You know I love the conversation. If you want to purchase any of my work, my erotica, Touch Me First, is available on Amazon. You know I'm going to have to repeat that that joint debut. When it came out, it was number one on a black erotica chart. My first banner. Anyway, yes, it's available on Amazon. I'm still getting feedback about that, which is great. My newest book, which is Savage Fever, is the first in a series. It's also available on Amazon Kindle and Kindle Unlimited. It's bomb, yo. It's a quick read. So like if you don't have a lot of time, but you love to read and you love drama and you love, it's kind of like, it's very much like television. You definitely are watching something unfold and it's episode one. You want to get into it. Drops the fire. Yo, the savages are coming, baby. Yes. I'm working on episode two. It should be out shortly. I thank y'all for rocking with me. Y'all always hold me down. Thank you so much for everybody who reaches out to me and is like, can I have a signed copy of the book? I'm going to buy one directly from you. I appreciate that. I love that. Thank you. Until next time when we can exchange power, hold your peace, y'all.